Hey guys, I am so excited to bring you this week's episode of Bitch Work Podcast. I am here with Yaren Kim, an assistant editor at Seventeen. We're actually here at the Seventeen offices right now, and I feel very bougie. Yaren, thank you so much for being here today. Of course. Hey guys, I'm Yaren. So Yaren, like was nice enough to invite me here I'm so excited because normally you guys don't know this but I normally and Yaren you don't know this I mm-hmm. normally record on the floor of my bedroom and like I have my guests like sit on a pillow like literally inside of my closet so I'm I mean, whatever ex- works for you it's true it's true it's easy and like it's cozy but I'm very excited to be here I feel very professional <laughs> and I feel like a real podcaster so thank you so much for having me of course it was really easy for me because I had to move like two steps yes yes but you know I'm always down for a little field trips this was really fun um I'm really excited to talk to Yaren today Yaren and I actually have met before at a lot of different like PR events and stuff Mm -hmm. through work but we actually funny enough went to school together we both went to Syracuse Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to chat with her about that and like her experiences we both graduated from Newhouse Mm -hmm. so yeah I graduated 2018 great Mm -hmm. and I graduated in what 2017 yeah so we have a lot to chat about, and I'm really, really excited. So, Yaren, why don't we just get started with you telling us, like, a little bit about what being an assistant editor is, what that means for you, what it's like to work at 17. I feel like that's, like, literally everyone's dream. So please tell us about what it's like to work here and what your job entails. Yeah, of course. So I'm the assistant. I'm an assistant editor at 17, so my job mostly focuses on our Snapchat Discover channel. So what we do for Snapchat is Seventeen puts out an edition on Snapchat every day, uh, seven days a week, and we kind of write and edit content, sometimes repurposed from the site, sometimes like made just for Snapchat, um, that just goes up on our channel. So, you know, you tap through like all those snaps. Mm -hmm. I'm very familiar. (laughs) Myself and our Snapchat editor, we kind of curate those, we figure out all the text that goes on those snaps and then yeah we work with our designers and animators to bring those to life and kind of you know um visualize the concept and that's what you guys see on snapchat hopefully subscribe to 17 (laughs) snapchat please um yeah so that's what i do for snapchat but luckily um because our team is actually pretty small my role has evolved a little bit since i've been here so i have also been able to contribute to the site a lot i cover a lot of our beauty and health a lot of our beauty and health vertical on site so i'm kind of covering anything from like you know everything you need to know about your butt hair oh my god to like acne stories um like hair stories kind of like the full gamut so yeah that's kind of a mix of what i do at 17 as you can imagine it is a lot of fun to try and connect and pretend to be a teen (laughs) but it's a lot of fun to you know our team is really young so it's a lot of fun to kind of like you know be around everyone it's like a fun culture and just really chill and you know as you can imagine I can imagine it is like the greatest time ever just being surrounded by like beauty products (laughs) and clothes all day seems so fun Mm -hmm. um so why don't you give us like a little bit of like a rundown of like maybe like your day-to-day responsibilities like if a girl out there listening is interested in working in edit and editorial um kind of like what that looks like for you yeah for sure so for our snapchat we work about i would say two maybe three weeks out in advance so 
I'm usually kind of combing through those on a daily basis just to make sure we're on track for, um, you know, whatever is going up that following week or the week after. So usually for our Snapchat, we're doing mostly celebrity entertainment content. Sometimes we'll do health, sometimes we'll do kind of like lifestyle, beauty, fashion, but a lot of it falls under the celebrity and entertainment category just because that's what performs for our audience. I mean, I totally snap through the 17 snapchats like every single day thank you um it's where i get like all of my um young celeb news like i have to know what's going on with like tana mojo and Jake oh, the Paul. youtubers yes so i we love them yeah but that's basically what i'm kind of doing on a daily basis so what i so i would say on a normal day i'm making sure that we're on track for snapchat so we're kind of we map out additions so mm-hmm. i guess the way to explain that is we um if we're taking a story from our site, we're kind of putting it into each snap, seeing like snap one is going to have this text and this headline and this subhead and this image or whatever. So we're kind of figuring that whole lineup out. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing that. And yeah, so if I'm not doing that, I'm working with, we have like meetings with our animators to, you know, like talk about how these additions will come to life. So it's kind of the Snapchat work that I do. And then I also, like I mentioned, I write for our site. So I'm combing through kind of like our monthly priorities when it comes to, like I said before, I cover a lot of beauty and health content. So I could be maybe interviewing a dermatologist about, I don't know, some acne or skincare story, or I could be um, kind of going through Instagram and finding nail trends that we want to put into a story. So it really just depends on what kind of story I'm working on and what kind of research I'm doing for that story. So that's the writing part. And then I also, um, I recent, I guess not that recent, but back in September, I believe. That's like pretty recent, I guess. Yeah. So I started um, myself and our content strategy manager at Seventeen. We launched a beauty franchise on Seventeen's Ooh. Instagram stories. So it's called Beauty School and I'm I the totally, host. I've totally <laughs> seen these videos. I'm like, oh my God, wow, that's so interesting. Like I watch Beauty School every time you post oh, them yeah, on, your, on your personal Instagram <laughs> and you like repost. I totally watch. Um, but please tell us more. Okay. Yeah. So basically it's super, super simple content up beauty school so i'm basically testing out whatever new product our audience seems to be interested in so a lot of the times it's like a celebrity baseline or um today i just did one for um florence by mills new palette it's like millie bobby brown's Mm -hmm. makeup line yes our audience loves her so (laughs) it's like that or like a james charles palette you know like something like that so any kind james charles but any kind of you know launch that our readers are excited about I'm kind of figuring out how, so me and so myself and the content strategy manager, we kind of work out like what we should do for that episode. So we want it to be something beyond like an unboxing or just like a boring, like, let me do these swatches. We always try to have some kind of like tip or like teaching element to it, hence the school. So, you know, it'll be like how to do like winged eyeliner or how to wear today i did like a how to wear like color um, which you are wearing some beautiful pink eyeshadow that looks so gorgeous thank and you. very wearable thank you but yeah that was literally <laughs> the concept it was like how to make like colored eyeshadow like wearable for school and you know like whatever our teens care about but yeah so it's kind of a combination of all those different things um like i said 17 is a pretty small team so there's a lot of collaboration going on a lot of like random things that i could kind of be doing on a day-to-day basis like mm-hmm. we might be like I don't know, our um, social person might be like, I'm shooting this TikTok video. Like, can you help me like open this? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. Or like do that. Or we'll have like all these like K-pop 
bands in on set and our um, video producer would be like can you come and like be my Korean translator and I'm like yeah sure because I see Korean right. um but yeah it's really depends um it's a lot of fun so fun but I really do like kind of having my hand in different things and different platforms it definitely keeps things interesting and busy and yeah I that's what I do okay so I have two <laughs> questions yeah. stemming off ask of that. away one when it comes to beauty school what is your favorite product you've ever tried and like what's your favorite like line or like episode that you've done of beauty school that's so hard um oh my gosh so I can only think of what I have done recently so let's see so a few weeks ago there was a Netflix to all the boys collab with (gasps) glow recipe cute did you see that like Netflix and to all the boys they partnered with Sephora and they like launch all these new I actually didn't see that but I did obviously see see my movie (laughs) obviously but yeah they're basically they're all these like really cute like love themed products they reach they um launch around valentine's day so i covered this collection that was by glow recipe and have you tried any of their products no but i really really want to i'll give you some but (laughs) i have some at the office but yeah so basically they have this so for the movie they um kind of repackage stuff that they already have so they have like a watermelon glow mask that everyone is like obsessed with yeah it was like went viral it's like Mm -hmm. been like sold out at sephora so many times whatever and then they're like watermelon spray okay and so our like school element from that episode was i was kind of just doing like a how to look like Lara Jean and to all the Cute. boys so I was using their skincare kind of as a base for my look but I love love their products so that was like a lot of fun That's to so do fun. and we obviously 17 loves to all the boys who <laughs> right really, and like who doesn't Lara Jean and Peter Kavinsky what are you team um, I am team John Ambrose you're team John Ambrose okay I don't know what team I am I really love both of them yes I really like I feel both like it's of very them. controversial I really like both of them I feel like I want her this is such a tangent right now mm-hmm. but whatever <laughs> I feel like I want her to be with Peter because, like, he's just, like, the guy that everyone yeah. wants, and I want that for her, mm-hmm. but I really... John Ambrose is a marrying kind. That's what, they, that's what they've been saying. Yeah. That's the word on the street mm-hmm. I've heard, mm-hmm. that, like, even Jordan Fisher is, yes. like, she should be with Peter yes. right now, and he yes. should be with John Ambrose when she's ready to get married, mm-hmm. and, like, I agree with that. John Ambrose is the better guy. For he's sure. He's, like, super Peter's smart. so he's immature. So cute. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, so nice. And he's, like, good to her. Yes, and just, like, a romantic and, like, plays I agree. the piano. I agree. I agree. And, like, Peter's, like, a little bit selfish, though. Oh, absolutely. He's, but like, a jock. He's, like, a boy. Yeah, John yeah. Ambrose is yeah. a man. Yeah, no, totally. Okay, anyways. Anyways. Um, I want to know, like, when you are writing a story or an article for Seventeen, like, what's kind of, like, your, your deciding factor? Like, okay, this is our brand. This is the next step I'm going to take. Like, first... Do people reach out to you? Are you like, oh, I really want to write a story about, I don't know, Accutane. Like, I'm going to reach out to this dermatologist. Or are there things that, like, your readers or your subscribers will, like, send in to you? Like, Mm -hmm. what's kind of, like, your process there? Yeah, so in terms of our stories on site, I will say most of our kind of priorities come from what we'll perform in search. So kind of, like, what a lot of people are searching. So, for example, a lot of, you know, like, best... I don't know cleansers for dry skin like that's kind of like a search popular search term Mm -hmm. or you know like I don't know like best dry shampoo for blonde hair like things like that those are things that people search so I will say a lot of our priorities lie there kind of like what people will search for in Google and our goal is to kind of like pop up as high as possible on Google so that they will click on our article you know yeah so that's definitely a large priority and that's kind of what we do so those are kind of more like the evergreen stories 
But I will say if there's something that I'm really passionate about or something's really like caught my attention in the beauty world, I always kind of like pitch it and talk to our SEO person and kind of figure out how we can write that story for Seventeen. So an example is I am, I mean, this isn't even that new anymore, but. Wait, before we get into that, yes. explain to the people SEO. Yes, sorry. Okay. SEO is search engine optimization, optimization okay. excuse me. And you know Sometimes I'm like, I don't even really know what it is, but basically it's it's figuring out. Yes, it's very, it's, I really didn't know much about it before I started at 17, but it's basically just figuring out how to optimize your stories best for search. Right, so that's basically the same thing. How you get your stories, like to the top of the Google page, like how you get your traffic, stuff like that. Yeah, so basically it's like what you can do, how to optimize your stories so that Google favors your stories, so that more people see them. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Now, no, that's a good. What have you done recently? I, I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one of my examples is um, everyone knows that all my friends know I'm obsessed with pimple patches. My favorite is I have two favorites. One of them is the Cosrx pimple patch. It's kind of like the original pimple patch that like was brought in from okay. Korea. Um, so that's definitely one of my favorites. They like sell it on Amazon. It's super cheap. And then my other favorite is a Mighty Patch by Hero Cosmetics. Okay. They have like an invisible patch that like supposedly you can like wear under your makeup, but like I'm not doing that. <laughs> but it just like doesn't really like it's not as noticeable. Got so the it. idea is that you can wear yeah. it during the day, day and no one will like notice. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that, but I know people do it, and it's really not noticeable. Yeah. I mean, my coworkers wear pimple patches into the office Yeah, all the exactly. Time, and I never Exactly, notice. exactly, exactly. But anyways, so yeah, this was like months ago. I feel like this was like maybe in the summer. I was just talking about pimple patches to everyone, and everyone was like, well, I use like a Zig cream. And I was like, okay, no, no that's very like... 2005 you no, know for sure that's like clearest uh, like clean and clear <laughs> yes like that gel like that the Neutrogena like, like on the spot whatever stuff like that which I don't know works for some people anyways I was just really into this idea and I was like I really want to like write about this and then you know it just so happened to be like a great search term that people were searching for so um I like worked with our SEO manager to figure out like how we could like fit what term to use and what the like url should be you know all the like boring stuff and Mm -hmm. then i just like wrote this fun story about pimple patches but something that's a little bit i guess more interesting is that um so i have a uh, monolid eye shape so it's like a common eye shape where um you don't have a crease on your lid and it's common among east asians and i have this eye shape and i noticed that we like 17 didn't really have any coverage that was like helpful for monolithic girls so i was like i really want to write a story for this and of course it was also something that people were searching right. so yeah i got to interview all these like cool makeup artists oh, so it was a really so fun, fun experience for me to be able to like gather all these tips that's for like awesome. you know girls like me <laughs> i could only imagine that like so many girls out there like dream of working at 17 dream of like working at a magazine like coming to this like building in Manhattan and like having this glamorous job so please let us <laughs> let us embark on your journey of how you got here okay starting with let's chat about Syracuse for mm-hmm. a hot minute and like then go into your first internship and like how you got that and what that was mm-hmm. for sure okay so my so yeah Syracuse was obviously very defining for me I think I don't know I think I'm kind of I feel like this is also the case for you but I think we're kind of rare in that we like knew what we wanted to do for a long time totally 
so I feel like in high school and middle school I was like I want to be a magazine editor like that's just what I want to do so I knew I wanted to go to journalism school I knew I wanted to like do some kind of like women's like fashion beauty lifestyle publication I just like knew I wanted to write or mm-hmm. like do something related to that so you know I just like achieved my dreams and, um, <laughs> Wait, so what, what was your major in Newhouse so was I was a magazine journalism magazine major journalism. yeah okay cool so I was a magazine journalism major and I really feel like I um like my time at Newhouse was so valuable so when I got to Newhouse I was like I know I want to work at like a campus fashion magazine I'd like done all my research like the loser that I was yeah so I like knew I was like they have all these like magazines and I want to like be a part of it so I actually joined Zipped my freshman year so Zipped is like the um what do we call it? Premier fashion and beauty publication on at Syracuse University it's like fashion magazine. magazine yeah yeah so basically I joined freshman year as a designer so in high school I had done a little bit of like I had taken a few graphic graphic design yeah I had taken a few graphic design classes and I kind of was like I do like writing obviously I was a magazine journalism major but I was like I do also kind of like designing and I knew how to use like photoshop and design those programs so I just was like okay I'm gonna like join zipped because they have this open and this is like a good entry for me totally so I started yeah so I started as a designer which was so much fun and I gained a lot of experience I got to know everyone on staff and I just kind of like that was just like my thing in college so I think sophomore year what was I I think I was like creative director I don't know like we had like fake made-up titles (laughs) when we did college publications and then junior year I became the editor-in-chief of Zip. wow I actually had no idea God, well, I was. Um, (laughs) I was. You guys didn't know. Like, you know now. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's interesting because I was kind of straddling between, like, wanting to do, like, kind of graphic design and wanting to write. So, obviously, all my classes, most of my classes for my major were all, like, writing and editing and that, you know, oriented that way. But my first internship was actually in design. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, my first and second internship were actually in design. So, that sophomore and junior year or freshman and sophomore year so I so I um grew up in Korea and my family still lives in Korea so my freshman year summer I was living in Korea you know as you can imagine and I interned at Allure in Korea which was an amazing experience but it was like not I don't want to say it was a it wasn't a real internship but it wasn't super structured right it's basically like my mom knew someone who knew someone who knew someone so I was able to just like get my foot in the door I was like I will literally do anything like I have kind of skills in design but I like literally do anything so I really did do anything (laughs) so I like got coffee you know the standard but really I just kind of tried to be as involved as possible I would try to like go to shoots just like figure stuff just like see how things ran yeah I went to like the printing factory it was like I, I just like said yes to everything which I right. feel like you know so did they offer advice. you these things like hey Aaron like do you oh, want to come no. on set or were you like I want to be here oh I absolutely was like I want to be here my day-to-day responsibilities at the internship I honestly don't really remember but from what I remember it was literally just like sitting on InDesign and right. like kind of designing practice pages and then like looking for a lot of inspo like I look for inspo just all day like that was my job on Pinterest (laughs) all day yeah I was like literally just looking at like back issues and things like that which you know also is worth your time for sure 
but I definitely asked to like be on set. I definitely asked to. I actually got to design, I think, like three pages in the print magazine, oh, cool. which was a really amazing experience. But yeah, I just kind of tried to get involved as right. much as I could. It was only a month long. So okay, like, you know, not a lot going on, but it was just good to get like work experience. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a little bit different in Seoul and from you know New York and it was like in Korean so obviously like a lot of factors were different but I think it was really good to kind of get a taste of that um, environment yeah to see if that's like something that you're interested in exactly and it's definitely something that people like ask me about in interviews they'll be like wait like allure korea like what was that like so it's just like a you it know is, it is like such a different experience mm-hmm. it's such a fun thing to yeah and i resume. think it's not norm it's not really the norm to have an internship freshman year totally. um after freshman year of college so it was just great to For kind sure. of like get my foot in there yeah. and start on something so that was my internship then and then sophomore year after sophomore year summer I interned at this company called Topics Media Lab. So basically, they so that made... was in was that in Korea as well? No, this was in New York. Okay, and was this yes. during the summer or after the summer? During the summer. Okay. Sorry. So during the summer, I interned at Topics Media Lab all summer. It was like an unpaid internship, and I. How did you get that one? Yes. So I emailed everyone, as you can imagine. Yes. I think I had like a spreadsheet with like all oh, these like contacts. For sure. Like you at first, at Chronic, yes everywhere and I actually was applying for design internships so at this point I was kind of like wait like I think I like doing design I was like I was still like writing stuff in class but I was like I'm not really sure but I was applying to editorial and design internships I just like happened to get a design one so basically I emailed a bunch of people as I said and I um, applied a ton on ed 2010 which if you I'm honestly not sure if they post a ton anymore Mm -hmm. but when I was in college, that was, like, the site to go to for internships. Like, they just posted all the editorial internships, magazine internships, like, everyone, like, all the big places. What was it called again? Ed2010.com. Ed2010. Okay. Well, let's, we'll see if it's still a thing. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) But that's kind of, that's, like, where I found this contact. And my boss ended up being a Syracuse grad, which, like, of course, um, he was a VPA grad because he had a design background, obviously, but... Yeah, that was, like, a really cool connection. And, yeah, so what I did in this internship, I actually designed a ton. It was really cool. So what they did, what this company did was they designed kind of, like, special edition magazines and books for clients. So they had clients like Disney and, like, Newsweek and, like, just, you know, those types of clients. And we would, like, make design stuff for them. Cool. Like Elvis Presley, like, random things like that, you know. But I got to design a ton. It was a really small office, really small company. So they kind of gave me a ton of work to do. So I got to design like whole, like whole entire spreads. Great. And actually when I left. Was um, it a small company? Yeah, yeah, it was a small team. So obviously that's why. But when I left, I was able to, I actually like freelance a little bit for them my junior oh, year. Amazing. I know. So I made like a little money on the side. That's it was really awesome. cool. Yeah, I like designed a book. It was the John Wayne cast iron cookbook, if you were wondering. Cool. Okay, so like they would have you like, let's say like Disney, like send out like a brochure or whatever. Like, like they would want us to make like books got it like a disney princess book yeah let's say like disney had like i don't know they were making like a finding nemo like puzzle book let's say like we would design that got it okay Mm -hmm. cool but yeah so i just started getting more and more assignments from my boss and it just became a thing so yeah i was designing a lot how did you like get that how did you like turn your internship into like a freelance work at the end after yeah. the end of the summer were you like I really want to keep working for you guys mm-hmm. or like did they offer it to you what happened yeah so I actually just I honestly just maintained a really good relationship with them I got I think it was a team the designers 
there were like maybe like three designers and the whole team was probably like 10 15 people so it was super small so i just maintained a good relationship with them and um kept in touch and i remember when i left they were like Aaron, like don't leave like we like want you to keep designing and i was like me too um but obviously i had to go back to school and um yeah they just kind of i think like a few months or before I left, my boss was like, well, like, you know, we always have, like, freelance work. If you're down, I was like, absolutely. Down. He was like, we would pay. I was like, oh, my God. I wasn't even picturing that, you know. That's amazing. So, yeah. And I went back to school, and um, he just, like, reached out to me a few times, and he was like, do you have time to do this? And it was definitely a lot of work. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I was, like, you know, in class, like, designing this stuff. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. But, sorry. Um, no, it was really, really good experience, and I think it was a really good experience to also put on my resume. For sure. I mean, mm-hmm. Just to show that, like, you worked for, you were an unpaid intern for someone, mm-hmm. and then they liked you enough to, like, keep you on throughout mm-hmm. the school year and pay you. Yeah, it was is, awesome. Like, so amazing to see on a resume. That's, like, gold. Thank you. <laughs> but, and then junior year, so I feel like this is a very long no, um, this process is, to explain this my is it. This is um, This is the core of the podcast. Amazing. So junior year was kind of when I started getting more into writing. So as I mentioned thus far, freshman and sophomore year, I was like really into the design thing, but still a magazine major. Right. But junior year, I started taking more like magazine writing classes. So I took like magazine writing, magazine editing, like more like more just like, I mean, ed- editorial I mean, focus by junior classes. year you're really like I mean Newhouse has an amazing mm-hmm. job of like making sure that you are involved in your in your major like throughout all four years of school mm-hmm. but I think like by the time you reach junior year is when you're really like buckling down mm-hmm. and you're in those classes that are like for your major totally. I think that's really applies to like any major in college mm-hmm. like junior and senior year are definitely more like geared towards you so Agreed. that makes total sense yeah so junior year I just started getting a lot more into it and as I mentioned junior year I was editor-in-chief of Zipped so what I was doing for that was I was kind of basically curating everything that would go into our magazine I mean granted our magazine was only like 30 pages <laughs> but I was working with like our editors and writers to figure out what stories would go in what our shoots would look like I would go to these shoots and you know be there and like choose photos and figure out concepts and choose outfits and kind of do say that one time um I was in a zipped article they wrote an article about me and this girl named Tyra about (laughs) our um I actually remember this about our YouTube channels and we did a photo shoot it was Mm -hmm. very cute Mm -hmm. um I was you know featured in the magazine all around the school, it was a highlight of my so time cool. at Syracuse. I think it was my junior year, so you must have been a sophomore. Mm, I mean, I'm sure. Maybe I designed so, that page. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I remember the picture. It was me and Tyra, and I was taking a selfie of us in the picture because, you know, we were like... Meta. You know, we were so meta, and we were like the first real YouTube influencers oh, there yeah. ever were. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's why. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, but Zipped was so cool. I don't know. It was just like a cool magazine. Yeah, it was. Like, I loved doing it, but I think something that actually my friend Eliza, who was like the previous editor-in-chief of Zip, she was kind of telling me like you're never at least for a long time in our career you're not going to get this opportunity to have so much control over one product so she was like just like do what you can with it and have fun with it like you're I'm not going to have I don't know if I'll ever have this control over any product like this you know and for anyone who's like in a club right now on campus like maybe is a writer for a college magazine or whatever like what would be advice you would give them from like stepping from staff member to editor-in-chief like how would you say like that process went for you yeah um so it was basically again just kind of relationships 
I mean, I worked really hard on Zips, to be really honest. I really loved doing it, and I, like, poured my heart and soul into it. I remember when I was a sophomore, I was, like, creative director, and I worked with that our editor-in-chief at the time, like, tirelessly until literally, like, 2 in the morning. We would be, like, choosing photos and, like, editing articles and just mm-hmm. things like that. Like, she knew I worked hard, and she knew my heart was in it, so I think that's why she wanted me to be the editor-in-chief junior year, and that was just so cool for me. Yeah. And I knew... I. It it was something I was so passionate about. I think right. anyone who knew me in college was like, "It's like palpable. wow, she's like a little too into it." Yeah, <laughs> like it was so obvious that you loved it that it was mm-hmm. like a guarantee, not a guarantee, but like you know, mm-hmm. I think the passion showed. Like she knew I wouldn't just let things drop. You know, right. like right. she knew I would put put in the work and put in the commitment to, you know, churn out an issue at the end of the semester. Right. So yeah, that was something I did junior year, and it was a lot of fun, but. So a lot it, of work. Yeah, so that, like, <laughs> led you more into, like, your love of writing, mm-hmm. which will lead you into, like, your third internship, I yes, guess? Okay. Yes, yes. So, yeah, so my other thing that I will say is that you really should kind of take your, um, I guess, like, campus activities, college activities seriously. Yeah. Um, it's really, it really helps you get internships for sure. Especially with something like magazine. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, there is a campus magazine. You mm-hmm. want to work at a magazine? You should do it on campus Mm -hmm. to, like, prove to an employer that, like, you have this experience. Mm -hmm. It's so, like, Mm one-in-one, whereas for a lot of other activities or majors or career goals, like, it might not be as black and white, but, like, Mm -hmm. if you want to work at a magazine, like, there are college campuses that have magazines. Yeah, absolutely. it's so easy to, like, move that stuff onto a resume. Maybe if you haven't had an internship and Mm -hmm. you want one, like, Mm -hmm. this is a perfect way to get started. No, for sure, and... Um, and as I mentioned, you know, up until this point, in terms of, like, professional experience, I'd only had design experience, but my, like, editorial experience was really zipped, and, you know, what I was learning in classes, so leading into that, the summer of my junior year, I interned at InStyle magazine, which was literally the best internship I could have asked for, and the way that I got it was, I, um, so basically... Newhouse and at the time the company was Time Inc. had a partnership that they had just started mm-hmm. and it was the Newhouse Time Inc. diversity internship. So basically they were only accepting candidates from diverse backgrounds that made me eligible. Um, so I applied and, you know, I was nervous because like I mentioned, I was like, I don't know if I have like enough writing experience or editorial experience, but I really talked about Zipped a ton and I like submitted all these clips that I had like written for Zipped, edited for Zipped. Nice. You know written for classes things like that and i think i mean i don't know exactly you know why they chose me but well, i would like assume an amazing resume and like impressive but i would assume <laughs> it's because i was so like i pro- i think that my passion probably showed through and also the fact that like you took time out of your school life and you could have been out at parties mm-hmm. or like doing these other things hanging out with your friends to like pursue this passion that was directly related with what you were going to be doing mm-hmm, in the internship. Exactly. Like, taking your personal time mm-hmm. to do this work instead mm-hmm. of like having it be an internship that you did over the summer. Like I think it shows a lot that you took that time during your life mm-hmm. to work for Zip. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I got that internship. So that was really, really cool. So yeah, so I basically was, I think I was like the inaugural recipient of that internship and then I spoke with a recruiter at Time Inc. at the time to kind of figure out how they would place me. Got it. So there was one like winner of mm-hmm. the internship yeah. and then you like won the Time Inc. by Newhouse internship yes. and mm-hmm. then they placed you. Yes cool. and then they were kind of wow, so I had congratulations. Yeah, thank you. This happened like three years ago but it, it was really <laughs> really so exciting. so excited when you got that. Oh my gosh I was that you, like, so got the internship. I was so excited. That's you amazing. don't even know. 
but yeah so they um i had a call with hr and they kind of figured out they were like what are you interested in i was like fashion beauty you know it was like women's anything um and luckily they placed me at instyle which was just like the coolest place to place me it was like perfect um i mean i probably would have been happy anywhere but that was just like the dream for sure yeah so my the summer after my junior year i yes sorry (laughs) what was your um internship title at oh yes good question I was an editorial intern and stuff okay, cool and like what were those responsibilities like yeah so I was basically so the core of my internship I was fact checking all our or a ton of our print stories so I my boss was in charge of all, like the research team so basically what I would do is when you know things that in style would go to print like during that process the interns and I would um, fact check these stories. So what we would do is we would like literally make sure that, I don't know, like Drew Barrymore's name was spelled correctly. Obviously got that's it, a bad example because everyone knows how her name is spelled. But <laughs> like any, yeah, any celebrity or any person mentioned, we would make sure like the spelling was correct. Got it. If there were any products, we would make sure that the pricing, was, we would like email the publicist and make sure the pricing was correct, got make it. sure the links were correct. You know, all that stuff. Basically yes. what you would imagine fact checking right. is. Like we were doing that. Like and just making sure that everything was exactly. exactly which was also really cool a cool experience too just because i was able to see like what was going into the magazine before it was out for the public yeah so that was really cool and it was just it was a really great intern job i think because it really allowed me to work with every editor so all these like editors that i really admired and you know were like i had been following on instagram or reading their stories for the past like i don't know like five years Mm -hmm. I was able to like work with them in person which was just the coolest experience for sure so that was something that I kind of started doing um but I actually did New House NYC okay yes okay so I did New House LA yes Yes. so we are very similar Mm -hmm. in that sense Mm -hmm. but basically like how guys how I did New House LA and I went to LA for the semester and interned at E Yaren did that but they have one in New York too Mm -hmm. so I'm assuming you also had to have an internship yes okay so basically what I did um so I so my summer internship was what like two three months Mm -hmm. it was like june august or whatever may to august and i um wanted to extend my internship into the fall because i was going to be in the city right so i did think about um applying for other applying to other places but i don't know towards the end of my internship and so i just kind of felt like i could do more and learn more and kind of get more out of out of my experience so like I mentioned fact checking working with publicists kind of was like what we did on a day-to-day basis you know along with like some other admin tasks but that was like mainly what we did oh so much transcribing I transcribed okay, so it. many interviews cool. <laughs> but I got really fast it's I will really say it's really funny because I have to do the same thing like mm-hmm. as a video intern like I also had to transcribe mm-hmm. a ton of interviews mm-hmm. I think that's something that a lot of interns have to do yeah um honestly I got really used to it Mm -hmm. um I got yeah I was like told that I was a really good transcriber which I don't know how you're bad at it but (laughs) no I think you are yeah I mean I guess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that too it was cool to work with different editors different editors would be like can you transcribe this whatever anyway so that was kind of a lot of what I did but kind of towards the end of the summer I really really wanted to walk out of my internship with some kind of clips I was like I need to have this I'm like here I need to have like at least one byline so what I did was I basically reached out to I really tried to get coffee on the calendar with our site with the site director of InStyle which I mean it wasn't coffee but it happened so I basically chatted with her for like 10 minutes and I was like I really want to write for the site any way that I can I will literally write like whatever you need me to write I'm like happy to do whatever and so she 
was very receptive to that and she kind of um told me which editor was in charge of like different verticals so she was like this is lifestyle editor this is a beauty editor this is the fashion editor like it's the e-com editor you can pitch them accordingly so i basically reached out to all of them and i was like i would love to write for your vertical if you need any extra hands any extra stories like i am here because like like i said i was you know fact checking transcribing but it wasn't like fully taking up all my time i definitely right. felt like i could be time. doing more right so basically i you know reached out to all these editors some of them were kind of like oh yeah we'll let you know if there's something and like you know they never got back to me but um i remember the lifestyle editor was like oh my god thank you i have like so many stories i need you to write like i'm down a writer um but basically i was able to write for her so i wrote kind of like all these random like food lifestyle stories Mm -hmm. so a lot of like a big thing that we were doing at the time were writing stories about like cookbooks that had come out so there were like recipe stories and we would like write about the cookbook so for example it would be like I remember um Melissa of Baked by Melissa Mm -hmm. came out with like a cake cookbook so we featured like a recipe and then we would write like a long blurb about like her cookbook and like where to find (laughs) it and you know what it was about like things like that but you know which sounds like kind of easy in theory but it's actually kind of hard like shoot I would get a lot of feedback from the lifestyle editor being like well like you know you can't write about food this way because like this food is not crunchy like you know like things that you don't think about I mean definitely working in food it's very Uh interesting yeah right I mean you would know it's very interesting to um you you learn like this whole different world Mm -hmm. of like lingo and adjectives Mm -hmm. honestly of like how to describe this Mm -hmm. food I don't really have to deal with it so much because I work in video Mm -hmm. but our editorial team is you know very good at describing I would often be told that I was like using the wrong (laughs) lingo (laughs) she'd be like well like you know carrots can't be like crunchy like I don't know like you know things like that this is a bad example but I don't know carrots seem like they could be crunchy no like you know what I mean anyway so um that was I mean it was really good feedback but yeah so I actually got like a lot of clips that way Amazing. so that was kind you, of like, just starting up you wanted more Thank you wanted you. one and you got more than one that's so that awesome. was kind of just starting up when um my summer came to an end so that's why I was like I'm just starting to write like I can write more if I um extend my internship and I think the beauty of a fall internship so long story short I interned at InStyle for the fall as well so I was there I think six months total mm-hmm which was such good experience. But yeah. I was going to say the beauty of a fall internship, so if anyone just saying, like, is nervous about being away from school for a semester, yeah. I'm sure you could speak to this as well, but the fall internship was so much better because there were less interns, mm-hmm. but, like, still a lot of work. Yeah, so I was just starting to do kind of, like, that food writing like I was talking about. So I used that, and I was, like, I reached out to all those editors that I mentioned before. Like, the beauty... I really wanted to write for the beauty vertical, so I was, like, look, like, I wrote all these other stories for InStyle, so, like, please let me write a beauty story. So I actually wrote... Oh, my God, I felt so cool. So I read, I wrote um, a story on how to do a smoky eye for monoliths and i interviewed lucy Liu's makeup <gasps> artist cool. it was like such a cool experience for that's me so amazing as an intern <laughs> that's phenomenal yeah. and it's all and it's because you like put yourself out there you asked for what you wanted and you got it like i think mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle in internships to just like doing what they're told and not putting themselves out there but i think like you especially show that it's so important to like put yourself out there and ask for what you want like you're never gonna get it if you don't just straight up ask for it Mm -hmm. and I will say though 
generally I was just like a kind of like quiet intern (laughs) like my strategy was just like you know I don't want to like stand out but I just want to be good at what I'm asked of that's great so because I was able to like you know transcribe something quickly I was like wait so can I write a story you know yeah people I think it's really interesting now working in like the real world people sure the fun intern is like cool to have around Mm -hmm. and like she's enjoyable or he or she is enjoyable for like a summer or semester Mm -hmm. but it's people that do the good work and Mm -hmm. can do it well that when they leave I'm like okay Mm -hmm. she was a star it's not the one who's like planning the internship activities and Mm -hmm. like hanging out with the interns in the corner like being funny like being funny that's not the intern that like I want to work for me the intern I want to work for me is one that is enjoyable to be around respectful does their work like efficiently mm-hmm. and well mm-hmm. and and goes above and beyond in making it known that he or she is passionate about mm-hmm. what they're doing here mm-hmm. and they want to do more for sure but yeah so that's kind of what I did into the fall I was you know still doing everything that I was doing starting in the summer so I was like fact-checking transcribing but blah blah, blah 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 um like checking credits but I was also kind of writing right pretty regularly for the site too so that Amazing. was really awesome yeah I walked out of the internship with so many bylines so I think that was also really helpful for me to get my job so it really worked out amazing so you went back to Syracuse second semester now it's time to look for your next job Mm -hmm. and like what you're gonna do after graduation so briefly tell us about that and then we'll wrap it up yeah for sure so I went back to Syracuse and basically I spent most of second semester being nervous and freaked out Mm -hmm. which is really bad yeah Um, I'm sure everyone, you know, says this advice, but seriously, don't freak out, especially in this industry until maybe April, right? Like, but mostly May. Yeah, I agree. 100% agree. So May was when I started kind of getting responses. So I like, I think I started sending out emails in like March and obviously everyone was like, okay, great. Like, good for you. But like, let us know when you graduate. Right. So (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everyone was just like, oh, great. Like, sounds good. But like, yeah, we can't like hire you right now, obviously. But, um, yeah, starting April, May, I just kind of started, like, really looking for jobs and reaching out to people, and I actually got my job at 17, the, maybe, like, a week after graduation. That's when I got my job at Food Network, literally one week after graduation. So I got my job, I signed my offer letter, got my job, signed my lease, and moved into my apartment all in the same That's week. So crazy. It so was so overwhelming. Did you apply to the job or did you just like reach out to someone who mm-hmm. worked at 17 on LinkedIn? Like how did that work? So basically I got in touch with a Hearst recruiter because okay. I, so there was a professor at Syracuse and she knew this recruiter at Hearst and she was like, um, I think she sent this recruiter like a list of, you know, like good seniors like oh seniors God. that she would recommend you are like the poster child for like making good relationships Thank and you. like getting it up like I did not make any like legitimate relationships with like professors like <laughs> at all during my time in college good for you but yeah I mean she knew a Hearst recruiter so yeah. it was really helpful but yeah she I think she like sent along names so I got you know a hold of her email address so I emailed her and I was like hi you know I'm graduating as you know I would love to talk about opportunities at Hearst I'm interested in like this this and this I was like I basically said I'm interested in any editorial entry-level job in like the women's lifestyle space but like open to anything you know right right and like, I'm not picky but if I can yes, be this is what I exactly <laughs> and she responded to me literally right away I guess she just like happened to be like recruiting at the moment and she was like hi Aaron great like can you hop on a call like right now 
And I was like, uh, okay. Like, sure. Oh, she was like, hi, I actually have a job open at 17 right now. Like, do you want to hop on a call? It was like so random. And I was like, oh my God, yes. But I I remember I was like walking home, but I like got on the call with her. It was so last minute, but I was like, I can't like tell her I'm not, I'm not like free right now. Like, what if this job is like closed? You know, I mean, I was being dramatic. It's now or never. But, you know, we talked on the phone and um, it was for an assistant entertainment editor position. So actually I don't have that position right now. It's um, a different one. But she was like, you know, we have this position open. Would love you to interview for it, blah, blah, blah. But she was like, you know, I want to kind of hear about your experience. So I kind of like on the spot had to be like, well, like this is what I'm interested in. And, you know, it's actually a really crazy story. But if you were um, a magazine journalism major at Syracuse, you would know that there's like a magazine business class that you take sophomore year. And the whole semester long project is basically you choose a magazine and at the end of the semester, you turn in a profile on the magazine. So like throughout the semester, you're supposed to interview like like editorial people, advertising people, like designers and all these mm-hmm. different people and stuff and like write this like literally 25 page profile on um like this magazine and like your like what you would improve what you like about it the mm-hmm. history all the stuff and of course I did mine on 17 amazing so I had all this like backup 17 knowledge That's so great so on my HR call like I was like oh yeah I love 17 because of xyz reason like I just knew so much about it because of this like, project oh God, this girl like lives breathes she was like wow 17. she was probably like wow why is she so into 17 <laughs> but it was because I like remembered all this stuff and all the people that I had spoken That's crazy. to but yeah so I I think she sent me an edit no no no. so she had me meet um my uh, manager now so this was like still school so I think there were probably like maybe three weeks to graduation and you know it's like between finals and graduation it's so chill like no Mm -hmm. one's really doing anything so I was like okay I'm just gonna go to the city yeah and like interview because she was like can you come next week and I was like like sure like I don't have class so I basically just stayed at a friend's apartment and interviewed with my boss and then after the interview she was like can you do an edit test if you've applied for a magazine job you know what edit tests are they're like monsters (laughs) um they like ask you like write an article they ask you to like write multiple articles write pitches make memes come up with video concepts it could literally range from anything but it took me i remember so my mom was in town so this is i got back to syracuse and my mom was in town and she was like i remember being in her hotel room because everyone was like partying because it was like the week of graduation yeah. and i was like i need to do this edit test in like two days so i was in her hotel room because all my roommates were like you Ow, know loud and like being yeah like parties drives. and stuff so i was like i need to do this edit test so i like went to my hotel my mom's hotel room and it was like don't talk to me That's and like so writing cute. this edit test i know but i was like sad to miss it but it's okay I mean, it worked look, out I have a job at 17 and then yeah the and then i graduated and then the week after graduation i had my last interview and then I think like a few days after that, I got a call from my now boss and she was like, I'm really sorry, but we actually gave that position to someone with more experience. And I was like, oh, oh shit, God. like I didn't get the job. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my God, what do I do? And she was like, but like we just like opened up this other position that I think you'd be better for. So it was like a Snapchat position and she knew I had kind of like a visual background, oh my God, you know, perfect. like going back to Wait, like, all that so, design like, stuff. Sly of her to be like, yeah. sorry, but she was like, this is better. And I was like, wait, this is better. She led with that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> she should have led yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was like, are you, do you happen to be interested in this? And I was like, yeah. Obviously. I was like, I mean, at that point I was interested in like any Anything. job, you know. But I was like, that sounds perfect. I'm down. She was like, you know, it would be like a learning curve. 
because obviously I didn't have Snapchat experience. Right. Not many people do, and I don't right, think they're expected like, I mean, to. As seniors in college, like our age, like we had Snapchat. Totally, like, totally. Snapchat was like in its prime time. I think she was thinking like someone young and like kind of like you yeah. know whatever. But yeah, so I obviously accepted, and I have been here for. And then I started like two weeks after. Right. I was like, I can start as soon as you want me to. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah no, I, I truly to, was I like that. I just have to walk across the stage yeah. and accept my diploma, but then I'll yeah, be there. Yeah. But yeah, I started in June 2018. And then I've been here for what, like a little bit over a year and a half now? Yeah. So yeah. Wow. That's my story. <laughs> That's it. Dude, thank you so much for being here. Of and course. I love all of your advice. I love everything you had to say. I really, like, wish now that I had made more of a connection with my professors in college. Like, who knows where I could be. But, I mean. um This was awesome. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. And thank of you so course. much for inviting me to your office. Of course. Sorry, it's, like, hot in here. No, it's <laughs> fine. So, guys, if you have any other questions for Yaren or you want to, like, learn more about her, can they, like, reach out to you on Instagram? Yeah. Like, follow you. Which for you got Beauty sure. School, oh my God, obviously. Please follow 17 on Snapchat. Please follow 17 on Instagram <laughs> and check out Beauty School. But also follow me. Yes. Um, my Instagram is it's Sierra and Kim. Y E R I N K I M. That's me. And obviously, I will have her linked like on all of the Bitch Work podcast um, guest pages and stuff. So like she'll be tagged. So you can definitely find her there. Don't cool. forget to follow Bitch Work podcast on Instagram. Leave a review. Listen to the episodes. Share it with your friends, your family, your coworkers, everyone. And yeah, guys, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Bye guys. Thanks for having me.